0: This is The Comedy Kiosk, podcast by Monday and Munoz. Please welcome Monday and Munoz. Hello and welcome to The Comedy Kiosk, a podcast in which we discuss news, opinions, facts and ideas about comedy. My name is Igor Monday. And I'm David
1: Munoz.
0: And today we will discuss... What are we discussing? (laughs) Let Let me check my um, uh, notes. We are discussing, um, we are discussing heckling. Hurry up, you suck. There we go. Today we are discussing heckling as Uh. a part of stand-up comedy and live performances. So we will talk about uh, our experience. We will talk about how to incorporate it in a set. Is it something you want or don't want, how to handle it and so on. So let's start with our experiences then. Can you remember the worst heckle you've had?
1: Yeah. Uh, Really, only I can say I think I've only been heckled twice. I've only had, well, yeah, I've only had two hecklers. Okay, let's let's start
0: with this for someone who maybe doesn't know what or who a heckler is and Uh, what does it mean to heckle.
1: Uh, Well, then we're going to have to go into the categories before we go into the story because that would, yeah, because to describe what kind of heckler we had. So, okay, a heckler, we can say someone who interrupts the show
0: hmm right. So in, in stand-up yeah, comedy anyway. it's like a slang, let's say it or like mm-hmm. specific terminology. Jargon, yeah. yeah. For for a person who during a performance mm-hmm. uh, speaks out loud, interrupts the show with any yeah. kind of commentary or any kind of Yeah.
1: It's very broad, right? So yeah, it, it's it's somebody who interrupts in any way, shape, or form, really verbally. hmm We would say verbally is not like, like if you,
0: you drop a glass of beer yeah. or something, but like if you say something, right? Yeah.
1: So we have well I would like to call like the enthusiastic hecklers uh, in the sense of, or the participant hecklers mm-hmm. the ones who get so excited they're loving the show and they just want to help in their way. They want to whatever. take part yeah, yeah. they want to take part, they're they, you know, because the whole point is we're trying to draw the crowd in and we're trying to make them feel like, you know, this is a conversation that we're having. And sometimes maybe maybe we succeed. Too well, maybe we're just too good at what we do. And the person just forgets that actually no, this is a show and will be like, yeah, I totally agree with you. You're like, thanks, but uh, I was in the middle of a sentence right there and now you've just totally screwed up my rhythm. This, this is really based on the right pause and the right thing. So there's the over-enthusiastic heckler. Right, mm-hmm. So that's one category. What's another one?
0: Well, I would say there is a like uh, a person that wants to be a part of the show. Not, you know, I, I mean, like uh, they're not uh, really trying. They're not like a bad person, you know what I mean? They're not trying to ruin the show. Mm-hmm. They're trying to uh, improve the show by, you know participating like engaging you mm-hmm. so not in a way that you said like enthusiastic participant, where they just like comment or add stuff and so on but in a sense like okay in an example of like jimmy carr famous like heckler put, right put downer whatever yeah how, how would you call it so like people shout out stuff because they know it's going to make the show better like yeah, the banter yeah. they want to create the banter yeah, right yeah. so it's not like you know if they go like Oi, you're a cunt. They don't really, like, they're not insulting him. They want to start the banter, right? Yeah,
1: they they mistake heckling with bantering.
0: Yeah, I mean... Crowd interaction like a host does. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the kind of, the rule of live performances I would say is like speak when spoken to yeah like in, so that's that's it you know like and when co- there is a reason a comic is on stage with a microphone with spotlights you know that's where you, that's the one that should be talking yeah. but if but if he asks you a question then of course talk to him don't pretend like you haven't heard it but yeah I think there is so the enthusiastic one that just yeah. wants to be a part of the show or add something or has an opinion to yeah. vocalize then we have the the one that starts wants to start some kind of Right? Wants to engage you. Yeah. And then I think we have just I think
1: think there's another one before that. There's also the one who doesn't know the etiquette. uh Uh-huh. The the, the kind of person, as uh, we were discussing earlier on before the podcast, the kind of person who doesn't realize that you can't just make... Even under your own breath. Like, they're the kind of the accidental heckler, where they don't mean to ruin the show. They don't want to participate in the show. But they, they give their two cents as if they're watching it at home on YouTube like talking to themselves almost like they'll just make some kind of well you know blah 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 it's like you're not at home sitting on your couch watching a TV show where you can talk to the TV knowing that it's not going to ruin anything
0: yeah i think uh, yeah basically uh, what you said they don't know the etiquette of like live comedy shows yeah. and that you shouldn't even like to your friend being like oh yeah that happened to me you know yeah. like out oh, loud exactly. and, and things, so things like so that's the this,
1: accidental heckler where they don't mean to to ruin the show, they would like you to continue and do well, but they don't realize that their actions or their words, things, yeah. are actually ruining it. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and then I would say we have like the the mean spirited yeah. heckler Malicious. who just yeah who Bastards. just wants to say. Uh, something bad. Sometimes it's for fun purposes. You know, yeah. like he'll kind of say something bad to see how you react. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's really kind of a uh, person is or drunk or annoyed or bored or, or something like this. I think they're funnier
1: than you. Okay. They, I can do a bit of joke. Yeah. Or, my punchline's better.
0: Yeah, but I mean, okay. So there is the, the, funny, the funny guy. Like I can do this better. So I'll say a punchline. Mm. There is this, but there is just like kind of this is boring yeah. or like when does the comedy start and yeah. this kind of stuff uh, kind of just provocations yeah. you know just like unsolicited provocations. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, and, It's like uh, you want to start a fight, it's like... Well, yeah, it's
1: like... With, yeah. You want to start a fight with someone who's performing? Like, what the hell? You don't go to freaking Shakespeare and be like, your King Lear sucks! <laughs> you can't do a King Lear properly! That's not a word. <laughs> Let's go down the alleyway, I'll freaking teach you a lesson. Yeah.
0: Let's take a th- this outside. <laughs> yeah, take it. Th- yeah, I, I think like it, the first three, I guess, I think are not a problem, if you can, like, manage it on a a level that it doesn't affect the set or the show too much. You know, because I think, uh, because they're not, like, Mm mean-spirited, you can tell them, don't do it. And I think they will not do it. Like, because the one that doesn't know, the one that just wants to participate and so on, you tell them, oh, can you please not speak during the performance? And I think at this point, they will stop unless they're kind of drunk or something and they just can't control themselves, Uh like... Willingly, right? Yeah. But the last one, both of those, like both uh, I'm, I'm genuinely bored or don't like it, so I'll say something, or I think I'm funnier, so I'll say something mm-hmm. to be better than you. I think that's a problem yeah. in comedy shows.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is what I was wondering, because it was interesting, I, we were, I was talking to uh, a friend recently, and he's actually been to a couple of our shows, and uh, we, we were sitting down, because he's interested in comedy. He's now been to like one or two of our shows, and he's even kind of like um about maybe getting on stage sort of thing a bit. Uh, and we, he asked me an interesting question, uh, which, you know, most people ask you, who is your favorite comedian, right? He asked me instead, who's a famous comedian that you don't like? And I was like, ooh, that's, that's a different way of putting it. And for him, he said, Jimmy Carr. For him, it was Jimmy Carr. He's like, I don't like Jimmy Carr because he's very popular and everything, but I don't like it. And I asked, okay, why is that? And he talked about the fact that, you know, all like when he puts down heckles, the vast majority is like things about your mother sort of stuff. And he gets, it's always attacking someone's mother or their brother or their da da da. It's like, it's very kind of like below the belt as he saw it. And the interesting thing is later on, I started thinking about that and I was like, huh, if someone were to say, what are Jimmy Carr's best bits? Like I like Jimmy Carr. I've seen his like comedy specials and I've laughed. But to be honest, all I remember really now is the heckles. Like I remember how he deals with a heckler. Because especially if you watch it on YouTube, and you know when you're talking to Jimmy Carr, the first couple of things are going to be destroys heckler. His ten best put downs of hecklers. He's famous for dealing with hecklers. In a way, so my my point is that is is heckling just part of it? Like you just have to deal with it. It's never going to disappear. It's now part of the comedy uh environment like you just can't get away from it it's impossible i what think it
0: i think it's uh depend depends on the on the show on the comedian and on you, on you. In general because i think with jimmy carr i think he accidentally became like a yeah. uh, uh, heckler put down comedian. I mean, like That's it happened like once that someone interrupted the show, it went on for 10 minutes. It was like a viral hit on mm. YouTube. Next show, he prepared some comebacks yeah. and stuff like this. I think it kind of, he didn't plan on like spending 20 minutes of every show, like dealing Being with hecklers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but then what happens is uh, he did a show maybe three years ago in, in, in Croatia uh, and uh, I actually wanted to go because I was planning on going home at like a similar time yeah. uh, but then like I something happened or I moved it or whatever so I couldn't go uh, one of my really good friends that, that really like stand-up went on the show mm-hmm. basically Jimmy came on stage he was maybe like five seven minutes into his show yeah someone went "Oi, you're a cunt like just just to start the yeah. the he- because that's what they've seen the mm-hmm. material they've seen the specials and you exactly. like I said you go on
1: YouTube and the the top things on Jimmy Carr usually are about destroying
0: yeah, yeah. no no things. no no but I mean like they've seen the yeah. jokes they don't want to see the jokes they want the the live experience yeah because you can see the jokes of Jimmy Carr this special like three months later it was on Netflix so you can see the jokes anyways yeah. but this. Banter with this specific person in this specific room because then like someone said like have you learned any Croatian something like this like I mean I don't think that actually someone said like oh you're a cunt no yeah. like they didn't start, like, like he was doing a bit and someone went something like this like how do you like Croatia you know just because yeah. they just wanted to get him like talking to a person mm. to get that like to get the, the humor made in the moment right yeah. not like the written jokes because the written jokes they can see everywhere and uh, but that's because you go to a Jimmy Carr's show mm. to provoke him I mean, because that's the part of the show, yeah. and the guy wasn't like mean spirited. He was like laughing about like together, like with Jimmy when Jimmy was insulting him, putting him yeah, down, yeah. whatever, and so on. So it's but but you know it's kind of you go to a horror movie to a cinema to feel afraid. Yeah, you don't go to a comedy to feel afraid. Mm-hmm. So like you go to Jimmy Carr show to to heckle, but I, I wouldn't go to like uh, uh, I don't know who's a. Uh, who's a comedian that I wouldn't heckle like, uh, someone else, whatever. Uh, you know, like I just, it's kind of, it would be maybe out of place. John Mulaney? No, well, for example. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember again, like Dara O'Brien when he was in Moscow. Yeah. Uh, I think he did two parts so like 40 minutes intermission 40 minutes I think 20 minutes out of the second 40 minutes was like audience interaction I wouldn't call it crowd work and I wouldn't call it heckling but it was kind of people's like he was asking some stuff but he was asking like one person what do you do and then someone from the other part of the room says he doesn't speak English or something like this and then he's like what are you he's like you know and then it goes into this banter with the audience so I think it's um, I think it's okay when the when it's uh, how would you how would you call it uh, cons- n- not consensual consensual mm-hmm. right uh, when the comic wants it and the audience wants it so I think with Jimmy Carr it's like this he wants it they want it why not but mm-hmm. it's like when someone's just interrupting you you know like I don't want it if I'm doing my set mm-hmm. don't interrupt me yeah. so if you interrupt me and I don't want it you're like you know you're forcing yourself, <laughs> your your stupid little joke or stupid little comment on me. Uh-huh. So um, right. So okay. Let's see. Now we understand the, the types. Yeah. And we understand like why does it exist in comedy? Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So we started with your your experience of hecklers. You said there were two. Two. Which uh,
1: type were they of mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. ones? Uh, I think the first one was the. Uh, the, the ignorant one like the one that just doesn't because it was it was that when we were performing at Mojo mm-hmm. it was my first set back from when I lived in Madrid so it was my first set actually with you guys at EMC uh, and if you uh, you probably won't remember it, but it was um, it was on a night when uh, there was also a party in the same venue being double booked, whatever. Like, we had the night, but this other group, I think, booked it. I don't think they they were aware there was going to be a comedy show. Or they probably were told about it, but they were like, yeah, yeah that's fine. But they had their own thing. And it was a bunch of, like, advertising guys or some shit like that. Oh, is it, uh, is it the, the the Swiss
0: Swiss bankers and their like uh, and their escorts? Uh, yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> well. I think. Well, well, the main guy
0: was was he Swiss or was he American? I think I Swiss. Swiss. I think. Uh, I think. If we're talking American about... American accent, though. Well, if we're talking about the same, same the same uh, Fox, the same Stein. evening, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like maybe five middle aged men, yeah, like kind of and lawyers, a bank Fox, like, executives, yeah, and stuff, and and maybe like thirty escort yeah. girls yeah
1: well modeling agency girls yeah. yeah as it was described to us and we all went uh-huh. yeah exactly and so it was the whole they were just talking amongst themselves just being rude in the whole sense of really being kind of a bit too loud we had to tell them to quiet down a couple of times and there was at one point where i asked him if he could be quiet. like i directly was like that's it that's enough like you know so i i uh, acknowledged them and said told them to calm down and the guy said, oh, sorry, dude, you know, I'm just too excited. And because of his age and around all these young women, I just said, well, then don't take so much Viagra. Um, and that, I, I actually remember
0: that. I remember yeah, that, put them.
1: Yeah, and, and he was just, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm just thinking, and I looked at everyone, and everyone applauded in the audience. It was the biggest laugh I got that night. No, was like, oh, get lost, dude. Like, come on. You gotta be with all those girls, and they're all in their early 20s. Uh, anyway, so that was Heckle number one. Uh, and later on, he came after me, he was like, that was a great set. I really enjoyed it. I'm like, were well, you even paying attention? But okay, whatever. Uh, sometimes the reaction of Heckler's
0: after show can be interesting, too. But I think I think if they're not be if they're not the last category yeah. if they're not trying to like be mean or something, yeah. uh, then they respect you for that. You know, yeah, yeah. If if they're trying to be mean and you put them down, then they hate you for that oh, because okay. you were better than them in the end, like you won yeah. the game. Yeah. But if it's not a game, if it was like a mistake, yeah, then they respect you for that.
1: Yeah, true. So the second one was uh, Detroit girl. Uh, that was this girl who was just she was drinking from the beginning she started like in the beginning it started with the just interactive kind like she just wanted to be part of the show and uh yeah it was just constantly making her two cents but the progressively the drunker she got the more obnoxious she became and the more she felt like she was able to get away with it and i was hosting and i was trying to like tell her not to do it but she was the more she drank the more kind of belligerent she became to the point where, and you know, people were people were sending me messages going, "We need to deal with this girl," and I just couldn't think of anything to put her down. I was trying, and I was just like, "There's nothing's coming to me. I just don't see the opening." You know, it's like boxing. You know, it's like she had a guard up, and I was just like, "God damn it!" Um, until the towards the very end, just before the the last act, like she did something. I made some joke. She said, "Oh man. and I was like, "What? What?" And everyone in the audience also was like, "What'd she say?" And I was like, "Sorry, can, what did you say?" And she was like. I said, I'm rolling my eyes at you and I went, oh, right, yeah, sweetie, you may not be really familiar with it, but that's called an orgasm. You're welcome. And everyone applauded once again, like everyone, and everyone, and she felt, you could see her like shrink, like she was just like, and I gave her like the cheeky wink, like, yeah, I'm the man. And everyone was applauding me and it was obvious, so... It was a great reaction. And then later on, uh, she hung out with us later on. Like, and I think she maybe felt a little bit bad, but then her obnoxious self came out again. She insulted a friend and my wife threw a drink in her face, which is something completely out of character for her. And I think everyone, their mouths went open and shocked. Not the fact that someone did that to her, Detroit girl, but the fact that my wife actually did something like that. It was like, oh my God, I can't believe you could do it. And even she, her jaw dropped, like, did I just do that? <laughs>
0: yeah i i uh i remember this i think we have it on video you like putting her down like the show yeah. the show part i remember also the day after like few days after hearing about the the the, the after party and mm-hmm. the the consequences but i i didn't like i was very surprised but yeah i i think like because these two places the second one was mm-hmm. a little bit like wild, sometimes rowdy. Uh, yeah, Rowny. yeah. Well, it was very uh, casual,
1: laid back, very bar.
0: Yeah, like dive bar yeah. kind of like rough scene. And,
1: uh, and musicians, like jazz musicians and things, would come in at late hours after. Yeah, like jamming and, and so, stuff. Yeah, and jam and just and it was like anyone could get up, so it was a very much like any. But I don't think that girl was there for the jammy stuff. I, I think no, she no, was, she was, was just, there
0: for comedy. But yeah, but she, she was just, just drunk and a, and a and a bitch, I guess. Yeah, But yeah. but I mean the the thing is, so. I think that was maybe the only incident in that place. In uh, the Mojo, which was kind of uh, a fancy bar, mm-hmm. I would say, or at least they like present themselves as one. I think that double booking was the reason for that. They yeah. wouldn't be there uh, otherwise. Exactly. Uh, and we had no such incidents. I remember back in the day when we did like uh, Fridays, Saturdays at Jim and Jack's. Mm-hmm. It used to be... Hor- and actually, when we did shows in places that were not... like, Because we were lucky with Mojo, for example, because it was always empty in the evening. It's yeah. more like a day restaurant, lunch kind of place. Yeah. So in the evening, no one bothered us. This one, in uh, uh, that's, it was kind of for friends Mm -hmm. so also people it's not like a public place it's not like a walk-in place and so on but when we did shows in some places where there would be like 30% of people are there for the show and 70% of people are there because of the bar Mm -hmm. then like we had situations escalate I think on on one of the podcasts I talked about the situation with one of our comics getting head butted uh, during the show wasn't that glib yeah, it was. Hey, Gleb. Hi, Gleb. How's that? And nice. And uh, then on the other one, that uh, another host and organizer of the, that show got into like a very loud argument and kind of almost became physical with one of the audience members. And, uh, but I mean, that's not, I wouldn't say that's heckling. That's more like you're interrupting my evening yeah. and I don't want it, right? Yeah. But actual heckles, like when we do. I did-
1: think Detroit goals an example of an actual heckler
0: yeah 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 so uh but we did have people who i'm not sure that they came for the show or they didn't come for the show but they were at the show like they Mm. stayed for the show and that was a separate room so it means that they were there on purpose right uh that would be in the back of the bar Mm -hmm. that's always where they are like the darkest corner Ah, because if you're sitting in the front you're very unlikely to expose you because everyone is everyone can see you when you're the last one You know, like you're the last voice. No one can see you. So uh, it's kind of behind, back of the bar. People would, uh, we we had like proper hecklers. I mean, like when I say proper hecklers, it would be like, I don't know, I'm hosting a show and literally three minutes in. I'm like, welcome to the show. This is a Friday stand-up show. This is what we'll have. And someone goes like, I thought this was supposed to be funny or something like this. Like, and, and where's the joke? And things like this, you know, like you're not yeah. even even like you don't even say the punchline and it like bombs, you know, falls flat and someone is like that wasn't funny. No, it's like just kind of set, you're doing the setup yeah. and someone's like, where is the joke? And things like this, like really mean spirited, like yeah. uh, uh, heckles. We used to have it there was a period I think of a month or two when almost every Friday there was a person like that. Wow. And uh, I remember we had like several kind of how to deal with hecklers workshops. <laughs> because people didn't want to go on stage yeah i remember once there was a girl uh i don't remember where she was from but she performed she was in moscow maybe two three months yeah and she came like on several open mics because on back then like friday saturday evening we had open mics, so anyone could perform yep. and she came uh, and, and uh like the person it was a i remember it was a man and it was like a older man i mean like older like let's say 40 right yeah. i mean i mean like older man like grandpa. I mean like saying like me. You're saying like me. No, no, I mean like old older than (laughs) it was a craftsman. It was it was was a like it was a man that was twice her age. That's what like she was like 21-year-old girl and this was a 40-year-old man, right? And she was saying something, uh, something like, you know, uh, whatever. I'll give an example about uh, sex, Mm -hmm. whatever. And he was like, you shouldn't be doing that. Or something like that or mm. religion or politics or whatever and he was like you shouldn't be saying that that's yeah. not right and things like that and uh, I think she kind of after second or third comment she said like uh, thank you guys that's it and left yeah and uh, I introduced the next comic or I wasn't hosting maybe I think I wasn't hosting because I remember like I, I, I went to the other room and she was like visibly distressed Mm. Like she, it really, like it really, like hurt her, you know. Like yeah. she was kind of like shaking. Uh, like why? I, I wanted to tell all my jokes. I wanted, like, why? Why are people like like because you really? Why are uh, people assholes? Yeah, I, people. I think people don't understand this uh, f- from the side when you look at it, mm. but when you are alone on stage and you have like 30, 50, 100 people against you. right you're basically you're like fencing with them right you're like Mm. trying to make them flirting with them as we talked about in one of the podcasts like you're trying to get them to laugh but there is like a little bit of game a little bit of push and pull and stuff uh but you're exposed it's all of them especially if it's like a dark room and you know it's like a mass of people and you are alone so i think people don't understand how vulnerable you feel and when someone is being like a straight up dick to you not like even to the show or something but to you you know, like you really feel personally exposed, attacked. Like you feel like you're naked, alone, and like you know, very vulnerable on yeah. on that stage. And yeah. I, I think like it's really, it really, really like hurt her. I would say, and I think I, I haven't seen her after that to come to like open mics or something. Yeah. Uh, and for some people, and you that's know, that's
1: really sad. Like because. One, that, that's painted a really bad picture for her of what standup is in a sense. Uh, who knows, she could have had some really brilliant material because of one person's disliking or uptight values or whatever is never gonna perform those again. Uh, and secondly, that could have been the thing that helps her really kind of, you know, have a good life be creative and, and and create things and stuff and now this avenue's maybe being cut off and it might have been one that she's good at or at least to be able to say she's done it's really kind of sad yeah it'd be like someone who who yeah like being an artist like it was they were going to start painting and at six years old you like, oh pfft, that's crap you call that a stick man pfft, get rid of it come on yeah but it's not the that- hair you're useless you're useless son never pick up a pencil again like yeah
0: I mean, you have brought up some stuff now. But, <laughs> but I mean, the, the thing That's is, it's not even like that. I think it's more like, you know, uh, you're, you're painting yeah. your beautiful, I don't know, uh, uh, whatever you're painting, uh, 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 nature, mm. right? And someone just passes by, spits on it, yeah. and continues walking. I think it's like that. Mm. You can mm. continue painting. You can. It's not even like, it's not a feedback. It's not like, this yeah. is not good. You'll never be a painter. It's not like that. People don't heckle in a way like... This joke was not well structured and I didn't laugh. Yeah. They don't heckle you, you like that. You need
1: to put the punchline at the end, honey. Yeah. At the end.
0: So they, they heckle it's really like you're I don't see it. It's passing by <laughs> spitting on the painting yeah, and yeah. moving on. And you're like, "What? Well, I can wipe this off, but it's ruined the painting." Yeah, and like, yeah. "Do I want to paint again if someone's going to come and spit on it?" And I think it's like that. And and uh, for example, yesterday, uh, we had a show yesterday and there was a gentleman uh, who was in the back in the dark. This That's is the
1: glory of heckler please ego.
0: Uh, I really don't know. Because I, I saw him like, no, I mean, I think he enjoyed the show. Sometimes, really? people, like, sometimes people are like kind of uh, grumpy or, I don't know, tired. Or I don't know why they are at the show, but they are. Or mm-hmm. they just get too many drinks and become like kind of f- afraid to be an asshole or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they kind of, you can see that they, let's say, hate it. You know, yeah. not hate it, but kind of they're either jealous of you being really funny, or they think they can do it better, or whatever. And yeah. that's the I saw him laughing. I saw him enjoying some bits. So I don't like. I think he was trying to be playful, but but he was like
1: just not a playful fellow.
0: Yeah, he was he was mean. Right? It came yeah. came across. I thought
1: he, cate- thought he was the last category. He was just the just
0: uh, dick. the dick the dick is maybe, one who maybe but anyways so uh, what happened was right i was uh, we had this like audience interaction show mm-hmm. thing and i was doing some crowd work uh, just to warm up the audience and to get them like talking to to the comics right and uh, i've asked a question uh, which was kind of who was at the show before i think that was the question yeah you, uh, you were
1: narrowing it down you started with who's been to our shows before and then someone said yes and it was they said it was a russian show and you went oh okay who's been to an english show and some people People responded like clapped to that and then it turns out it was uh for like an open mic or something like that on a tuesday so then you're like, okay who's been to our saturday shows
0: yeah yeah because you're basically,
1: are who's been to one of our paid specials before yeah ba- basically
0: ba- basically what, what i was getting at i wanted to get a person who's been to the show but not just an open mic but a show on the weekend and to get them to like let's say use three words to describe it yeah. Something like this, like to get the audience going, right? Yeah. So I asked the question like who's been to the shows before? And the guy said, uh the other guy already asked this question. Uh like think of something new. Yeah. Right? Something like this. Don't
1: be repetitive. Yeah,
0: something, something in like line with this. And I'm like, uh like what you know like i first like i didn't get what does he mean like because i'm like i am asking the same question but like narrowing it down and he was like the other guy already asked that question think of something better think of something new something like this and i was like so do you like you know it's not illegal to ask the same like do you when people ask you what is your name do you say oh think of something better think of something new and things like this and he was like now now you just uh now now you just uh
1: he said you were avoiding the answering the question. Yeah,
0: you're avoiding the the, the the answer. I'm like, you haven't asked me a question. You just like told me what to do, and it was yeah. out of place, you know. Uh, and and uh, and and something else. And I said, well, uh, and then he said something again. Like I don't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. And I said, Well, maybe that's because you're a show interrupting the asshole. Something yeah. like that. And he was like, asshole, i am an asshole. That's not how you talk to your like paying audience. I paid for this show. I'm like, you haven't. Because <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was it was just like, yeah, someone pulling shit out of their ass to make yeah. themselves seem. The was audience. like I bought I bought a ticket for the show. I'm like, this show is not ticketed. So nice try. Yeah. Uh, and and then I like asked uh, to turn on the light. Because I wanted... And I think this is also like, you know, I think people really feel safe when they're not exposed. Oh,
1: where was he again?
0: You haven't actually mentioned where he was. I in the think. back in the dark.
1: Wow, what a coincidence. Yeah,
0: yeah. So people like don't... I mean, and then when the lights went on and everyone turned around, he was like, this is not nice. You're putting,
1: <laughs> me, you're
0: putting me in the spotlight, you know, like you're you're turning the audience against, against
1: me. me. Oh my I'm God, like, that part almost cracked me. I was just like, what the... Because that is one of the... That is the classic one, how to handle a heckler. Every comedian, when they talk about heckling, they always say the aim is to turn it around and make the audience turn against. That is the most effective heckle because that's how you get them to shut up for the rest of the show. Because then they cannot... That's how you muzzle a heckler. Because otherwise, they will continue to make comments whenever they feel fit.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it's it's one of the first... Three types. If they're like the accidental or yeah. the, the the you know the the whatever interruptive participative yeah, heckler, you can, the, yeah, you, you can tell them. You can be like, yeah. uh, please, please, yeah, please, like quiet. But if it's uh, the heckler that wanted to heckle, yeah, uh, then the only way is to do exactly that, right? Yeah. And but it's kind of funny, like you're putting me on the spotlight and you're turning the audience against me. That's exactly what you were trying to do with yeah. the phrase. Think of something new, you know, like you're trying to be the funny one and turn the audience against me. A performer who you, in your words, paid to see, even though there was no tickets, but (laughs) let's say that he bought it. So he paid to see someone and then to like turn the audience against that person he paid to see. I don't know. Like, what is the logic of that? I know. Yeah. The
1: logic is what mystifies me. It's it's,
0: it's really like, it's kind of Jimmy Carr has this joke, like, uh, why do people, why do you beat your own wife? It's your own, it's your wife. It's like keying your own car, you know. Like, but it's this is the same. Like you buy you buy a ticket to enjoy an evening out or whatever, and you ruin it for yourself and for others. Mm. It's really like buying a car and then keying it. Like, yeah. why would you do that? Uh, so, anyways, and. Um, and yeah, and then like the, the lights went dark and I was like, stay in the dark where you belong and yeah. be quiet. And uh, it got some laughs, people like kind of, and
1: I Oh, think- the other part was you asked him his name, that's the part that I liked as well, was you asked him what his name was and you could tell he was coming up with something, like he was like, Johnny. And he <laughs> yeah. was just like, oh fuck off, you're not a joke. Oh, the other thing I thought was he was wearing a cap, uh-huh. indoors, Covering the top half of his cut, like shaking. Even when you turn the light on, you couldn't see his face fully. He was like, the guy was like in the dark, in the dark. It was just like, and you're wondering. Why no one likes you? Right, you obviously came here to be a dick. Oh, that's what it seemed like. It's like wow, you are the heckler's heckler, (laughs) where you just came to be an absolute dick, and then you're shocked and surprised when people don't like it when you're a dick, and turn the dick against you, like you know, make fun of you, and use the same tactics back at you. when we said, Johnny, I remember you going, "Uh, "Yeah, that's not your real name. We all know you made it up, or something
0: like that." Yeah, everyone
1: just went like, "Come on." Uh, And that was like the nail in the coffin, I think, for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing uh, with... I I think, like, in the beginning, it's always... Uh, always by default, I think the audience is on your side yeah uh unless you 're a really bad comic yeah. i mean like if you're if you're turning the audience against you like you if you think
1: that's only if you do material that is too provocative like you haven 't you haven 't handled it well enough and it 's
0: pissed no people no I, off. I don't mean i don't mean even that i don 't mean like if you are if your material is uh, uh if your material is like taboo or mm. unfinished or crass or something I think more if you 're like actually insulting people you yeah, know like there are some yeah. comics who are like shut yeah, the up yeah. what this, that you know so then the, the audience will turn against you like yeah. without even a need for a fuse like a heckler mm-hmm. but if if you're doing well or if you're at least trying and if you're nice and so on i think the the audience is always on your side so but when a heckler heckles mm-hmm. what happens is he challenges this balance i think because yeah. it's like you and the audience you're like dancing tango right so like you're playing this little game and then like what what a heckler does is like he throws some like pearls under your feet like yeah. dance now bitch so like you know it's your like you have to find that balance again yeah and uh, the easier way to do that is to step, and yeah, walk, walk, walk. On yeah, step on the fucking pearls you know don't avoid them so wh- what do you think what are some ways of handling a heckler what would you <sighs>
1: do now, this is actually, I was just thinking about while well, you were talking before, uh, previously.
0: Thank you for not nice listening. Uh,
1: no, I was paying attention too. Uh, it, was just, it popped in for a split second. Um, but it's the idea when, because you're in the middle of your set, sometimes what I have found difficult when someone has said something, you're not the proper mean-spirited heckler, which I consider the proper heckler is the asshole, mm-hmm. but the other ones, the accidental hecklers or the... Uh, well, what's the word, inadvertent? No, the not on purpose, uh, heckless. uh Those ones, sometimes they'll say something and the problem is you're halfway through your bit. You're just focusing on what to say next and making sure you don't forget to pause or you, know, you do the hand gesture or facial expression or whatever. Do you actually miss what they say? So many times people will say something, I will not hear it. And I think that's also part of it because um, A lot of times, I've noticed, like, comedians will, yeah, ignore it. They will ignore the heckle and just move on. I think part of the reason is not that the comedian doesn't want to... It doesn't want to acknowledge, doesn't want to deal with it. It's just that if they then, in order to deal with it, they have to ask the person, can you say that again? It's like they're going to use that to, like, you know, try to Mm -hmm. do... Which then completely interrupts the show, if you know what I mean. It's not like you can give a quick one-word reply and then move on. So, I think... I think the idea what you said actually about workshops is, is a good idea on how to handle a heckler. Um, I think, you know, we, we should probably do that uh, maybe again or something like that at some point. Um, because, for example, in that case, probably the best thing to do, one of the things is just to quick aside, like you might even make a joke out of it like, shakespeare Shakespeare's on play, is uh, on stage later. And this continue on. Even just a quick aside. But still, that is ruining your momentum. So I think some comedians kind of, They make a judgment call at the moment and the confrontational aspect they don't want to deal with straight away, they probably figure, okay, they do it once, whatever. I'll continue with my rhythm. Mm Mm-hmm. And if it happens a second or a third time, that's when I'll deal with it, if you know what I mean. I think some comedians are of that mind. Like, you know, like in a classroom, teacher can sometimes ignore one little thing the student does because it's just like a hiccup that's not worth drawing attention to. Yeah. Because then that completely stalls everything.
0: I, I think it depends. Like if you're doing like five minutes mm. and you want to use your five minutes for jokes, yeah. not to waste it on a on an asshole yeah. uh, or even like a, an, an accidental I don't know how would you call it distractor or yeah. whatever interrupter accidental interrupter like you just don't you just don't pay attention because you want to do your jokes yeah. but the problem is like as soon as some, someone else is making noise and so on other people's attention goes to them anyways right yeah. I mean and that's why you can keep doing your material but you're not going to get the reaction you would get in a focused room yeah. So I think if you have five minutes, okay, maybe don't deal. If you have 10, 20 whole show, if you're a host or whatever, I think always deal yeah. with a heckler, not like with someone like uh, accidentally like breaking their pint of beer, right? I mean, that can happen. It's like, oh, don't stop drinking. No, like any other noises and stuff, but with someone actually interrupting the show, maybe they don't know they're doing it you know the, the comments yeah. maybe it's the heckles like the insults or the whatever like where's the comedy or whatever you said this to already think of something new and things like this but I think always deal with it because you won't be able to keep doing your material mm-hmm. un- unless this like is, is sorted I think it's quite kind of lingers like an elephant in the room you know yeah
1: I think also another problem that can happen is if you don't deal with it so for example let's say I'm comedian number one I do my set, one person makes a comment, but it's a one time and I just go, "Eh," like, as in, I'm not going to waste my time nor my set doing that and I continue on. The problem is then that person might do it, for example, on, uh, let's say, someone else's set, right? They also make one single comment. That comedian also is like, "Eh," just moves on. By then, it's happened actually twice, but it's happened once in each person's set. Mm-hmm. And then it might get to the third or fourth person of the night. And by then, it's actually proper heckling. It's, it's yeah. happened five, yeah. six yeah. times. But the problem is because it hasn't been dealt with at the beginning, it's just grown and grown. But technically, it's once per show. So it's sort of like for the individual five minutes, it's not a big deal. But for the overall show, it's yeah. really disruptive. And that person each time will draw more and more. So in a way, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, like you were saying before about, oh, I don't want to waste my five minutes dealing with the heckler. But sometimes... Maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe it'd be better if one of the comedians took one for the team, was the hero, and just turned around and went, right, screw my set, I'm dealing with you. You know, it's, I'm going to spend my five minutes telling you why you're a dick.
0: Sometimes we had that. I remember when we did this touring show we did from from Russia with Laugh. Yeah. Uh, we, I think after first maybe tour with, uh, we did with this show, we did it here in Moscow. Mm-hmm. So it was a paid show. Uh, we had like a full room, uh, re- really, really nice room. And, uh, there was a girl who was like commenting okay so she wasn't saying like this is not funny where's the comedy you said this already no she was like saying Her kind two of, cents
1: youtube yeah
0: yeah. YouTube. yeah it was like i i i so i went to budapest last time and she was like oh budapest is nice you know like <laughs> this kind of stuff uh, but but kind of, but she was in the front she was in the yeah. front row and every time she said something people would like you know turn yeah. around and see like what the fuck so it's it wasn't like, mean, but it was rude, yeah. right? You don't speak while other people are performing. Oh,
1: well, and in particular, it's not even, I would say it's not the, the person it's rudest for is not the comedian, but everyone else. And everyone like, else. Did you have the golden ticket from Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory? Like, what gives you the right to speak, but no one else does? Like, you, you didn't get a special ticket, God damn it!
0: Yeah, yeah. And you it's t- not only like an interactive show for you, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, anyways, so, and uh, Gleb was hosting that show, I think, and he spent maybe, or he, oh, no, actually, he was doing a set. He said he had like 15 minutes set, and he spent maybe like 10 of those 15 minutes just putting her down. Mm. And and, uh, and and he did because like when he started talking to her, kind of like, have you ever heard that you shouldn't talk to con-? like you kind of nicely? She became, I think, because it's uh, you get defensive, yeah, and then she it's and that
1: guy likes not. It's like, like you yelled out and, and say, yeah, but the but, was but right.
0: then she became like mean because mm. she was like,
1: yeah, fight back, w- fight or flight.
0: Yeah, but why do you think you can like? talk to me uh, and like and then and like in the end i mean like of course audience was on our side on his side yeah, uh, he like put her down two or three times because like he would put her down she would be silent for like three three four five seconds think of something and then she would say something again yeah and in the end like he put her down and she sat there kind of red in her face uh kind of angry and embarrassed i think mm-hmm. both until the end of the show without like Making a, a a peep, you know, like kind of completely silent, and and I mean, like she not complete, like she actually laughed and like she enjoyed the show, but she See, was that's just that's part that shocks me. It's like,
1: how can you forget that you just got ridiculed, ashamed for being an idiot, and then oh that, that is hilarious. It's like.
0: I mean but or is it like denial where they're just like
1: I just wanna forget that ever happened and I'm just enjoying the show.
0: But what yes, are you supposed yes, to do? Get up and leave? You show. know, like yeah. If if it's Whoa. like in the first twenty minutes of the show and oh you actually God. want to see the show and you consider comics yeah. funny, you know, like you shouldn't get up and leave. I think you should yeah. stay and enjoy the show. It's just like you made a problem, we solved the problem. Yeah and now let's move on all together yeah, you know yeah, yeah. so I think everyone let's all move on to denial together
1: thank you very much and this never happened as long as she keeps her mouth shut
0: otherwise we. We'll title of my sex it. tape <laughs> uh, so the, the thing is I think with a lot of our comics and maybe it's the problem globally mm. right that people are not they're not ready to engage with a heckler mm. because they're right. not sure how it will end because it can end bad for a comedian oh yeah like let's you say that the let's say that the heckler is like an actually good heckler I mean like good with banter (laughs) good heckler professional heckler they
1: go to many concerts they get paid to heckle
0: yeah I mean like witty funny or like you know smart and can really like Give it back, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's why, like, I think peop- some comics I've seen some comics ignore getting
1: like into a fight, you don't know who's gonna win, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, but uh, like, you know, you, you, uh, but you but you know that you're not ready for it, or if yeah. you're ready for it, right? Yeah. So, I think a lot of our comics, uh, are not ready for it yeah. for in any not just to when they get a heckle, like, this is not funny, not this, but like, when someone is like, I've been to Budapest and someone wins, Budapest is nice they don't know how to react to this because, because it's not
1: they, mean-spirited
0: yeah but also like if they say oh can you please be quiet then like they're kind of an asshole for telling people off yeah, you know yeah. uh, for like shushing the audience but if they you know they, they just mm-hmm. don't know they don't want to get engaged they don't want to engage with the mm-hmm. uh, with the audience member and I think a, a really good way of dealing with dealing with this is having like a prepared answer Mm-hmm. Like in any and I I yeah. I, I know I was actually like,
1: thinking about my golden ticket comment that just popped into my head before I'm like, I've got to use that.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's like, I think it's a, like a bit long set. I think it should be, uh, I, if I remember right, Helgi, the Icelandic comedian that yeah. was in Moscow and in St. Petersburg performed with us, I think it was him. If it wasn't him and it was someone else and I'm just like giving him someone else's joke, please let me know and I will, in the next episode, correct myself. So I think it was him. Basically, when the audience would make noise, he would be like, do you know the word audience? you are like you are audience do you know the word audience it comes from latin od- od- odire or whatever which oh, yeah. means to listen yeah yeah you know like i speak you listen yeah. so like i mean it's like a simple it's a sentence yeah. right but it kind of it tells people what they shouldn't do and like why is it bad right it's not kind of putting them on the spot it's yeah. like just kind of describing the audience means actually, shush.
1: Yeah, and I actually like that because he's not actually singling out the distractor, he's talking to the everybody. Mm-hmm. He's just reminding everybody that you are listening, I'm talking. He's not even actually acknowledging
0: the heckler. I do like that. So something, I mean, like this is kind of a an intelligent, you know, like educated answer, like, oh, yeah, yeah. audience comes from the word, from the Latin, which means to listen. So, you know, it is true. I mean, it can be just like some kind of funny little, dick joke like I mean Jimmy Carter does those like your mom like you know this kind of stuff most of them are based on that kind of you know family or whatever uh, mom thing but just like a small little answer Mm -hmm. to to any like uh, to any heckle it can be intentional unintentional uh, mean or not mean whatever but you know to prepare like a little phrase or like a little comeback for that situation and and usually and if if it's a funny one then people laugh so you got you you got into you got a problem but you solved it successful right you turned it into a like you had a risk you turned it into an opportunity right yeah. for for a laugh
1: yeah but you got to be willing to give up your set there or at least shorten it maybe or well that's or a whatever. sentence
0: so you're done like yeah, it's true. under five seconds
1: true. hopefully yeah if you, you don't keep it going uh, i think the only problem with that is that you know it, like you think of the comeback like for example I, I might do the, the Willy Wonka's golden ticket for example I'm like okay I'm going to use that Like and like did you get Willy Wonka's golden ticket? No? Then you don't have the special price to talk above anyone else and move on like something like that but I think
0: even, sorry, not the golden ticket thing, because I'm not sure people will get the reference. But of course, you can ask something like, oh, do you have, uh, did you buy the, the, the special ticket where you get to talk yeah, back? Yeah. yeah, where you get to talk back? No, just a regular one, then shut up. Yeah. Like, you know Exactly. Yeah,
1: something like that. Like, oh, yeah, that was an extra 2,000 rubles. Sorry. Um, but the thing is, I probably forget that. That's what I mean, because the the good and bad thing about our situation here in, in Moscow is, actually, the hecklers don't happen that frequently. Yeah. really they don't actually they're not a big part of the Moscow comedy scene so in that regard we don't get that constant like okay practice at it in a way that's why I'm really curious I would love to perform in places like London or something you know and in the more gritty. but I just want it because just to see what it's like I'll pull and I guarantee you, a heckler heckles me, I will crumble and I will not know how to deal with it. But that's the whole point, is to put myself in that situation, to figure out what's my way of dealing with it and making those mistakes, Like maybe yelling back and then realizing after the show, shit, shouldn't have done that. I look like a dick, but learn.
0: You know? I mean, I, I think, yeah, it's good and bad here. I think nowadays we get mostly the first and second category that we talked about, like people who just don't know the etiquette yeah. and they don't know that they shouldn't talk or they yeah. shouldn't interrupt. Or just
1: overly excited like a puppy peeing on the rug when he sees you.
0: Yeah, like that. But So I think that's, that's mostly what we get now. But it's people who really want to be at the show and listen to the show and laugh at the jokes. They just don't know that they shouldn't speak because it's not TV, yeah. you know. But I, I think... If we form like a comedy audience who know stand up and so on, because I think heckling it is a part of live stand up. Yeah. Like it's and it's part of this culture of stand up as well. Mm. Uh, and it can be really like fun. It can be like good banter. It can be like I mean when but I, I think when
1: some comedians actually like it. I think I think we know maybe one or two comedians who. They actually like it when coming because it's because they have a very haphazard style of comedy where they just smash pieces together or just juggle them and throw whatever. For them, having a heckler is sort of just another bit for them. Yeah, I mean... So for those people, they actually don't mind the heckling in that sense because that means, like, oh, I'm getting great interaction. I can make something funny out of this, or they hope to.
0: I, I, I like, I mean, this is this is the line between heckle and let's say some crowd work or audience participation and yeah. stuff because i remember like maybe a few weeks ago i was uh, doing some crowd work and i was uh, talking to talking to one girl and she said something like uh i've been to israel recently or something like this and then mm-hmm. another girl from another part of the room just kind of raised her hand and, and yelled i'm a jew <laughs> you know? And like, uh, okay. and like I mean that's not a heckle. Like no, I, that's heckle.
1: actually that was she wasn't I'm like, are you talking to me? Are you talking to the other girl? You're just letting her know, like, hey, I'm
0: exactly. Padre. That's 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 where like it was. It was more. It's more content for me to play with. Yeah. Because like, like actually, this was kind of but over. Were you hosting yeah, yeah. I was hosting. See, and that's the difference that you're hosting. You, I know. You that's, what that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, if it's like well managed and well timed, it can be a very good opportunity for a job. Yeah. Because I was actually like, it was something traveling or that conversation or that like uh, banter or whatever it was kind of was running its course mm-hmm. I was like something something traveled Israel something and then this other girl comes out of nowhere like I'm a Jew and I'm like yeah so do you have a, like every time you hear Israel you have like Tourette's in there like I'm a Jew <laughs> or like how the, or are you trying to like gather all the Jews or something like this and then I'm like I'm like, is there, a, is there anyone else here a Jew and a few people are like I'm a Jew too <laughs> and like this kind of stuff and like, it created some like you know uh, energy it got people and it was
1: positive and it was yeah. Happy and it wasn't, you know, but that's it. That, that's the thing of the non mean spirited. Like, really, I think when it comes to heckling, the, the most annoying ones the first two, like that, I'm, I'm so happy. And the well, I think the most annoying ones are the ones who don't know the etiquette, like they're just kind of talking, they don't realize what the rules are, they don't mm-hmm. do it because they're excited, it's not positive. And the mean-spirited. The mean-spirited is the worst, of course. Yeah. Um, but the other ones, like the other two that we first talked about, they, they're kind of fun. They're
0: just... Uh... They can be, like, again, it can be an opportunity yeah. for you to turn into... If you have time and if you're ready to, like, dance this dance, right? Yeah. To actually engage and to get some really good... Because I think what people really appreciate on the shows, and that's why, like, a lot of people come up to me after the show that I host or mm-hmm. something like this, like, that was great. I really liked your like interaction and stuff. And I'm like, what about my jokes? They're like, Yeah, yeah, but I liked your interaction and stuff. Yeah, because yeah. my <laughs> jokes, first of all, they've maybe heard or they can hear again. Yeah. They've heard other people tell jokes and so on. I mean it's a thing, you know, it's it's it, it can all you can always hear it. Mm-hmm. But the the crowd work, the audience interaction and stuff, you can only experience that day in that room at that time with that specific person and like the the chance to do it and the way you do it if you are witty if you're quick Mm -hmm. if you are like you know you can come up with a nice joke people really appreciate it so i think like a heckler uh even like a heckler like a bad heckler like a mean heckler if you can really i mean again that's how many of those videos on youtube show up because it's an actual heckler put down it's like but someone being a dick and someone else putting them down and getting the whole room like kind of in stitches right dying of laughter so because like that's just you know it, it can result really well but i think it can result really like not well for the comic if they're not ready and if they don't know how to handle it. Mm. So I think maybe a good way would be yeah some workshops and some, some preparation. I think mentally you need to be ready. You need to know that you are on stage. Yeah. You are with, holding the mic and the light is on you, not by accident for a reason. Yeah, like
1: you are a the comic. teacher in a way. Yeah. you're the, the the principal. You're the. It's your set. You own it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, that's, it, that's, is that's it is your time. It is your
0: set. Whatever you like. Tell this to this person or whatever. Like, you shouldn't, you know, like, kind of back down. You shouldn't, like, feel embarrassed mm-hmm. or something. You should, like, stand your ground, you know, like, and, and answer. It doesn't even have to be funny. It can be just an answer, you know. Like, someone says, uh, I don't know, you, you've said that already. When is the funny coming? And you're like, it's coming in two minutes, you know, and whatever. Yeah. Like, just to have an answer to show that. And then you move on. Because I think, like, kind of if you if you crack, <laughs> yeah. they're they're going to, like, destroy you. If it's that, especially if it's that kind of room. Not like, I mean, destroy you. I mean like the audience also kind of loses interest in, and like loses like they're like, oh, this guy doesn't even well, know. I think that is confidence in confidence you. Confidence in you, yeah. Yeah, I think heck- heckling is kind of a part of stand-up. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, mostly better without it because you mm-hmm. let people who prepare do their prepared material. Yeah. Sometimes it has a good place in like crowd work and stuff, mm-hmm. but if you can't avoid it, learn how to deal with it, I would say. Yeah
1: yeah exactly I always have like well, at least one little gimmick that you have like yeah. you know, the Helgi's thing one quip beautifully done one. and I like the fact like I said before open to everyone it's like a, a reminder to everyone Yeah, obviously particularly for one person over there
0: yeah exactly alright excellent
1: so I think we've uh, managed to, to deal with hecklers
0: if you have <laughs> any any, yeah. any heckling you would like to send our way yeah. Write it in the comments of mm-hmm. the podcast or send it to our email. Don't send it to like, like private messages. Like I don't want to wake up and open my Instagram and there is like, oh, you're a cunt. Uh, so you know, keep it keep it professional. Yeah, but
1: yeah, explain why he's a cunt. Like just, yeah, you know, give go it into detail, break it down. I need arguments. Yes. I need
0: not assumptions. I need Example facts. Facts. Two. Facts yeah. and statistics, people. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Igor Monday, and
1: I'm David Minos.
0: and this was the Comedy Kiosk. Until next time, goodbye. Ja.
1: Ciao baby!